as we mentioned, one of the uh, one of the bright sparks from the opening three games was the uh, Paul Zanoloni, um Adam Kronos, yes. and that uh, brings us up to a possibly very short-lived section. Uh, would you like to play a small game that I have invented? <laughs> yes, it's called. Right, please. Is it called Cronus or Nonus? It's called. Could they phone us with Adam Cronus? Fucking hell! <laughs> right, is as- that actually what it's called? Yep. Is there is there a music that's going to come in like dan 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 or something? Hold on. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, there good. you go. Right. Um, as we know, uh, Adam Cronus is also the Greek personification of time. <laughs> so... <laughs> I did know that, yes. Yes. So, I'm going to give you three people from history, and <laughs> you are going to have to say whether they could have phoned us. <laughs> this, this is worse than my Power League one. <laughs> oh, God. Let's go. Okay, so basically, you were born in 1988? I was born in 1988, Right, yes. I was, I'm older than you, so basically, um, it's just on you. Basically, does this person's life cross over with yours? <laughs> yeah? Oh, okay. It's not yeah. like, I thought it was like the time of the telephone. I was like, hope it's no, no, Alexander no, no. Graham Bell. <laughs> no, no, no. Basically, does their life cross over with yours? So had they known you, could they have phoned you? Okay, good. All right. Right. Uh, right. Uh, personage number one. Former Prime Minister Sir Alec Douglas Hume. Oh, Could okay. he have phoned you with Adam Cronew? Um, he was Prime Minister um, in the 20s, 30s, was he? Um, I'm going to say that he could not phone me. I'm banking on him dying in the 60s or 70s. You've got your time periods completely wrong. Oh, okay. Uh, he was just before Wilson, I think. Oh, okay. So he probably could have phoned me. And yes, he could have phoned me. Ah. He died in 1995 at the age of 92. He was a Tory, was he? Uh, yes, I think so, yeah. Too soon. <coughs> anyway. Um. Uh, right. Could Ella Fitzgerald phone us with Adam Cronus? Ella Fitzgerald. Ella Fitzgerald. No, she was nowhere near alive. Or, or am I thinking of Billie Holiday? Uh-oh. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, it's good this, isn't it? People are going to say I'm a racist as well because I confused her with another uh, black woman. Um, no. You're saying Ella Fitzgerald could not have phoned you? No. She absolutely could have. She died in 1996. <sighs> I'm going to go 0 for 3 here. At the age of 79. Uh, finally, film director Alfred Hitchcock. Well, it's been wrong so far. One of them, you would think, in the balance of probability, is going to be a no. So I'm going to say that Alfred Hitchcock could not have phoned me. But could he have appeared in a clever cameo at some point? <laughs> uh, you're saying no? I'm saying no. Bang on, he died. 1980 at the age of 80. 1980 at the age of 80? Yeah. There we go. So that was, could they phone us with Adam Cronus? I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, that's, <laughs> um, this is... I mean, I, I feel it's going to come back. I already have a feeling that this one is going to come back. Uh, 
And with that in mind, would you like to play a lovely game? <laughs> oh, yes, I would. David, what's the game called? It's called Simon or Sally with Moose or Ali. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> right. I, I didn't think this would become a thing. It's absolutely becoming a thing. Uh, young Musa is, as we know, a massive fan of obscure pop culture. So he would like to know if I am describing here a Simon or a Sally. You've got three each. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, God. Right, we'll, draw start, nil. <laughs> we'll start with Ben. Uh, I'm going to give you a surname and then a description, and you have to tell me if that person is a Simon or a Sally. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Right. Is he getting an easy one to start him off? Yes. Is he going straight into it? Yeah, okay. No, okay. Oh, God. If, don't <laughs> say that, because now I'm <laughs> yeah. like a right idiot when I get this wrong. <laughs> right. Simon or Sally. Phillips, an actor, comedian, and TV presenter who competed in Series 5 of Taskmaster. I've honestly no idea. Sounds, but it sounds like a Sally. One point to Ben. <laughs> yes. Comedian. She did um, Smack the Pony, I yeah. believe. Let me Google her. And she was in she Bridget Jones' diary as well. Oh, was she? Yeah. Been oh, in a couple funny. of things. Yeah. I was just waiting for you to come up with Gunnel or something like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't going to be too obvious. Ooh, yeah, All right, Sam, okay. your opener. Mm-hmm. Newcomb, a Canadian astronomer. That is uh, Simon Newcomb. It is Simon Newcomb. Very good. There we go. That's 1-1. One, one. Did he become a duke? <laughs> I'm never allowed back on here am I never allowed back can on. we have him on all the time it just takes so much of the pressure off honestly I can just sit here going <laughs> Sally yeah. I, can't, right. I can't believe we're playing this. I can't believe ben. people are listening to this right now I don't think they will be for a lot longer Ben Nugent a BBC breakfast news presenter I think it's Sally it is Sally oh. yes very good that's uh, two for two Sam Brown, the younger sibling of Charlie Brown in the Peanuts comic series. Ooh. All right, I'm going to just go with the mantra that usually when you have a two children in a, a comic thing, one's a boy and one's a girl. So I'm going to say that is also a Sally. That is excellent logic okay. and completely spot on. Well done. And finally, Ben, the seal, the subject of a song on Ralph McTell's children's album, Alphabet Zoo. Which Sorry. I have in my CD rack <laughs> over there. I'm going to say Simon. And you would be wrong to say oh. so. It's Sally. Oh, so uh, this, this one doesn't it's matter. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's either going to be 2-2 two, two or Sam's going to win it. Desmond. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sam. He said... T- oh, yeah, you got the first one right, didn't Sam. you? Sam. Cursed you. The Sorcerer. The title character of a cult point-and-click video game. Ooh... So, that, so we're talking like um, like early 90s, sort of um, Monkey, Monkey Island, Island yeah. on your Amiga sort of thing. The Sorcerer. Yes. I think I know this one. I think it's, because um, I think this is very, I think it's this is held in quite um, high acclaim. I think it's Simon the Sorcerer. It is Simon the yeah. Sorcerer. Three, Fair two, voiced, voiced by Chris Barry from Red Dwarf, oddly. There you go. Yeah. Good game. So, well, good game. Excellent <laughs> game of uh, uh, Simon or Sally with Mr. <laughs> Ali.
talking of uh, him, I had actually prepared this before he did one. Would you like to play? <laughs> would you like to play Patton or Rommel with Martin Tommel? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Right, our now departed Solonee from Bohemians is, as we know, a big military history fan. But he'd like to know if these statements are describing George S. Patton or Erwin Rommel. <laughs> oh dear, my World War II, my favourite of the wars. Um, uh, you ready? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Patton or Rommel. These, 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 these are just going to get progressively worse as the season goes on. I'm all for Worst it. Worst stroke. Amazing. Let's go. All right. We'll start you with an easy one. He was known as the Desert Fox. Um, oh, God. That is uh, Rommel, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, number two. He was described by Churchill as, quote, an extraordinarily bold and clever leader and, quote, a great field commander. He, oh, he might have... Um... He was actually quite good at doing these things to Nazis as well, wasn't he, Churchill? I'll go for Rommel again. Well done. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, he knew an adversary. He knew an adversary that knew what he was doing when he saw one. Mm. I think. Was I mean, his Africa campaign was famous, wasn't he? Mm. So, um, yeah. Um, then Monty kicked his arse. I think it was. A combination of the two, I think. Oh, I yeah. uh, number three, he studied fencing and designed a cavalry sabre that was issued to troops in World War One. Sounds like Rommel again, but I think Rommel was a bit too young. Um, Patton. Bang on. Okay. Yep. Uh, number four, he believed in reincarnation and reckoned he had lived former lives also as a soldier. <sighs> I think I've heard that before. I think this is where I drop the point, but I think it sounds like I think I, I'm going to go Rommel. You are dropping the point. It was nah. uh, yeah, it was George S. Patton. And finally, number five, his depiction by many authors and historians after the war gave rise to the insert name here myth, a possibly skewed interpretation of his character and style of command. Patton. No, nah. the Rommel myth. Basically, because he was he was characterised as like the good Nazi because he, he was professional soldier. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. like. Uh -huh you know, um, seen as, like, apolitical and just, yeah, he was just, like, very unsympathetic towards the Nazi leadership. He was originally part of the plot to assassinate Hitler. Not true. Yeah. But because he was seen as sort of, you know, sort, sort of did everything by the book, you know, sort of British sense of fair play in a way. He was characterised as, like, the good Nazi. But, yeah. Because of that, um, would you like to play a little game that I've devised? <laughs> just, just, I'm just settling, just settling. All right. Okay, deep breath. What's the game called, David? Well, it's time to play Come and Fetch Me with Dennis Grenechny. <laughs> The Ostrovan fullback is, as we know, a lover of hiking and rambling through the Czech countryside. But occasionally his sense of direction lets him down. Can you work out where Dennis is so the team bus can go and fetch him? 
Oh dear. Right, I'm going to describe. Um, this is, can I just say that as vet, the, there's there's big Sega Mega Drive homebrew <laughs> written all over this. Um, so I'm going to describe um, sort of views and vistas as he's walking through five Czech towns. These are Czech towns that we have been to. Okay. They're not necessarily. We haven't necessarily been to them for the football, but we have been to all of them at some point. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, the first one will give you a very good idea. So, number one, Dennis is walking through the Podji National Park when he finds himself in a town. From the church on top of the hill, he can look down into a steep river valley. The countryside is covered in vineyards, and after walking into town, he can see tourists emerging from catacombs underneath the town centre. To pass the time, he visits the Rotunda of St. Catherine and has a glass of wine on the gently sloping main square. Where does Dennis need fetching from? Is Dennis Grenechny in Znoimo, David? Dennis Grenechny is in Znoimo. Okay, he was good. having a lovely time. Right. So that's the that's how it works. <laughs> okay. okay. Can I just can I just say for everyone listening at home, I am absolutely thrilled to have one on the board here because <laughs> I think this is going to be a real strain. Well, we'll see. There's a rotunda. Yes. <laughs> I've and I'm pretty sure I've been in that rotunda <laughs> probably with you. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. That, that that gives me a bit of hope. Anyway. Okay. Number two. Dennis is hiking along the banks of the Elba River when he happens upon a town. The first things he sees are a railway yard on the bend of the river and a huge rock face. On the opposite side of the river, he spots Trechov Castle. After some investigation, he discovers that Johann von Goethe, Karol Hinekmacher and Richard Wagner have all stayed there. Pleased with this information, he heads to the brewery Narichtia for a pint. Where does Dennis need fetching from? Dennis Grenechny is in Ustinar Labem. He is. Okay. He is indeed. See? It's not that tricky. That's a, that's, a, that's a cracking brewery. It is. Good brewery. Yeah, it's a very good brewery. Number three. Dennis finds himself in a beautiful town on a bend in the Voltova River. Walking downhill and over a bridge, he joins the hordes of tourists and waving to the people rafting down the river and over the weir. Oh, no. As a fan of Renaissance architecture, he's particularly taken with the castle and gardens on the clifftop. Where does Dennis need fetching from? I might be wrong on this, but I would say that Dennis is in car... Ooh. I've got... There's two in my mind. Mm -hmm. There's two in my mind. Um, hordes of tourists... I'll tell you, right, I'm, I'm in between Karlovy Vary and Chesky Krumlov. Okay. Did you say we have been together? Uh, we have both been. Oh, we have both been, yes. so not there. Okay, that's then, okay. He's in Chesky Krumlov? He is. Okay, good. Right, number four. Dennis is walking from a fairly unattractive new town into an older part of wherever he is. Right. The town doesn't really look like anywhere he's been before, but there's a building he recognises from the James Bond film Casino Royale. Apt, really, because everywhere he goes he hears a lot of Russian being spoken. Where does Dennis <laughs> need fetching from? Now Dennis Grenechny is in Karlovy He Valley. is, <laughs> yes. You see, you have to choose quite distinctive-looking towns, because there are a lot of quite similar towns mm. in this country, so you have to go for the kind of distinctive ones. Yeah, I, know, I note that he hasn't been, you know, to uh, Hrudim yet. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I remember nothing about that town. Dennis finds himself in a town with one football stadium, one pub with a slatted roof and nothing else. Where is Dennis? Dennis is in Vlashim. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nonsense stuff. All right. <laughs> okay, finally, Dennis arrives at a railway station. He decides he needs to find the town centre, so he walks for about 15 minutes along what seems to be the main road into town. Once there, he chances upon the main square. And from there, he follows a narrow, cobbled street to the castle, which, unlike in a lot of other towns, isn't on a hilltop, but just in a city park. He walks around St. Bartholomew's Church, walks through the Green Gate, 
and has a pint of beer from the uh, from the uh, brewery, which is simply named after the town. Mm-hmm. Where does Dennis need fetching from? Dennis isn't part of it, sir. He is. Nice. I thought you might think that was Olomouc until we got to the town centre. It was similar ideas. It was windy. It was white. It was windy. Um, cobbled. It was cobbled. That was the thing. Yeah, windy cobbles. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed. There that. you go. Five out of five, though. I'm just, it's just, just, just bragging about nice places that we've got to have pints. Really, it's yeah, pretty basically, good. Yeah, basically, yeah. But uh, the one good thing for him is uh, that there is a lovely game that I have devised to play. If you'd if you'd mm-hmm. like to indulge me, what's the name of the game? Let's play the best of Bon Jovi with Martin Novi. I dislike Bon Jovi. You're not a fan of I'm, Bon Jovi. I'm, I'm not a huge fan. No, nor am I really. Bon Jovi. But so. our fullback is, as we know, a big fan of stadium hair metal. So he wants to know: Are these songs by Bon Jovi, or are they not by Bon Jovi? You're going to get five song titles. They're all Did, real song okay. titles. Did Bon Jovi do "Living on a Prayer"? Was that them? Yes. Is it "Living on a Prayer"? No. Oh, okay. The, the, <laughs> These are five genuine song titles. I haven't made any uh-huh. up. Okay. So you just have to say, are they by Bon Jovi or not by Bon Jovi? Oh, they did You Give Love a Bad Name that, as well, didn't they? That is not on the list, but yes, I didn't think it would be because I think I've just named two of their very famous songs. Yes, you have. Right, number one, Running With The Devil. That feels very much like that sort of thing. Um, did they did they really go into that sort of devil sort of stuff though? Well, that that's the that's thing. The question because running with the devil to me sounds like stuff like like something like ACDC or something like mm. that would do. So I will say that that's not a Bon Jovi song. You bang on. Apart from not ACDC, it was Van Halen. But your logic was spot oh, okay, on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, they were they were very kind of um, you know your your mummered like you mm-hmm. know Bon Jovi stadium rock. You know what I mean. Soft. What, what I believe what people used to refer to is that what people used to refer to as cock rock. No, cock rock is like it's like Motley Crue. Oh, okay. Like, you know, dreadful Motley Crue. Yeah, poison oh, okay. that sort of thing. Oh God. Uh, right, okay. number two, Captain Crash and the Beauty Queen from Mars. Now that seems more like it because that seems like they've done some sort of concept record or something. Um, and that song is absolutely, I don't know whoever did it, but that song is absolutely over five minutes long. Um, <laughs> I'll say that that is a Bon Jovi song. You're absolutely bang on. I, I thought that would catch you out because that sounds very much like a sort of Elton John failed project. But uh, yeah. It feels yeah, it like was. people that keep long hair in bands and wear cut off um, denim jackets, that they would have an idea going, mm. you know what would be great. Yeah, mm. let's extend this into a 90-minute double-disc concept album. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's Captain Crash and, and the Beauty Queen from Mars, and then Captain Crash Reprise is the I last gonna, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, number, number three, Something for the Pain. Oh, that could be anyone, though. That's the problem. Mm. That could be anyone. I will say that I, Something for the Pain... 
Would this be? Didn't Bon Jovi come back later and start doing very soft, rocky, poppy things that talked about feelings and stuff like that? I'll say it's a feeling song, but is it? But okay, and I'm going to say it's by. I'm guess it's not by Bon Jovi. It is by Bon Jovi. Ah, I was really on the fence. Yeah. Uh, number four. Who did it? Bon Jovi. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 I'm just. <laughs> uh, right. Num- number four. Someday I'll be Saturday night. Oof. You see, that they're all good, like, crap stadium rock titles, aren't they? I was going to say that that's a Tom Waits song, but it's not. That's called The Heart of Saturday Night. There tends to be a couple in a row in these quiz. I'll say it is. I'm feeling like a Monday, but someday I'll be Saturday night. It is Von Jovi. Oh, wow. Did you have to listen to that song? No. Uh, the first CD... I ever bought, and this is why I said <laughs> so it's, yes. very, it's very much a mum band thing. Uh-huh. The first ever CD I was bought when I got my little, you know, CD, like, boombox player yeah. when I was a kid was the best of Bon Jovi, bought purely oh. so my mum could listen to it. Wow. Yeah. I didn't have your mum down as a Bon Jovi fan. Um, it's, it's good driving and singing along music. Oh, I which see. Which she likes. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh, and finally, number five, The Best of My Love. Again, it could be anyone. Could be anyone. It could be anyone. Like, this is, you know how a lot, I think a lot of people get um, Bon Jovi and Aerosmith mixed up because oh, they Bon Jovi are, are far better than Aerosmith. I, I mean, I, I think they're both woke. I'll say it's not. I'll say it's an Aerosmith song. It's not an Aerosmith song. It is a very famous song. It's by the Eagles. Oh, okay. another band that I just do not care about at all. No, they're crap. Uh, so that was the best of Bon Jovi with Martin Novi. Are you happy you played that? I I'm mean, sensing not. I mean, I'll, I'll be on, I'll be honest. The um, the <laughs> it, it feels like we've we've reached some sort of apex. <laughs> there's a much better one coming next week. Oh dear. Oh, there's a belter coming next time. You know, Endel was unlucky to score that second goal, but uh, it means I have come up with uh, a lovely quiz. Do you want to play a lovely quiz? What's the quiz called? It's called Commuting from Kendall with Lukas Endel. (laughs) David, um, David, um... Kendall, as in Kendall in... Mint cake. Yes, in Cumbria. Yeah. The Lake District. Lukas Kendall's long-term plan is, as we know, to retire to a lovely house in Kendall on the southern edge of the Lake District. However, he also wants to see a bit of the UK as well. So he wants to know if he could drive to these places from his house in Kendall in under two hours. Oh, Um, I have one request. Yeah. Am I allowed to, before we even start, have a look at Kendall on the map of the UK so I have a general idea of where it is? Yes, that seems fair. Let's do that. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Happy? Yes, I've put the phone down. Okay. Right. Uh... Lukash would like to see some football. Could he get to Brunton Park, home of Carlisle United, in under two hours? You would assume yes. 
Because it's also in Cumbria. That's a 100% success. Yes, you could. Yeah. Good. Uh, these are all um, uh, looking up uh, directions of driving on Google Maps, okay, by the way. Yeah. So. I suppose you'd also get to Deepdale as well, because it's halfway between yeah, the two. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, he'd love to see the statue of Laurel and Hardy in Ulverston, the birthplace of Stan Laurel. Could he drive there in under two hours? <sighs> Ulverston. Mm. Is that in Yorkshire? Actually, you'd give it away if you told me. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah. Because I was going to say, is it not near Morecambe? But then obviously, no, I'm thinking of Morecambe and Wise. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a right, different I'm, double act. I guess you could be in West Yorkshire. No, I'm going to say, right, I think it's maybe in a southern bit of have some For some reason, I could be totally wrong here. I have this understanding that he's probably from somewhere in Yorkshire. So I'll say no. Uh, you're wrong. He could very much get to Olverston. Olverston is also in Cumbria. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... It's where it's where my granddad was born. On the oh, same street as Stan Laurel. Oh, really? Yes. Uh-huh. What time in this quiz do I get to pull that I'm Scottish and have no idea of your people's geography? Well... Hard. Oh, no, he's going to go to bloody Tweeddale or something, isn't he? He's planning on eloping with a local girl. Could he drive to Gretna Green in under two hours? Of course he's going to Gretna. <laughs> Um. Uh, I yes, yes, he could surely. Yes, he could. Yeah. 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 Quite, quite happily under. Yeah. Because that's. Um, I mean, just as a aside from that, like especially uh, in the days of um, failed experiments, Gretna FC, and then some of the other teams like around that sort of um, that part of the world, like Anon Athletic, and, and to an extent mm-hmm. even Dumfries. There's been quite a lot of movement between like ex Carlisle players to right. to the, that sort okay. of part of the, the country before. All right, uh, number four, he loves the early 2000s indie band Kaiser Chiefs. Could he make a pilgrimage to Leeds, to Leeds. in under two hours? Well, if I'm to be consistent with my thought process for the, the second one where I thought that Stan Laurel was from some part of Yorkshire. Actually, this is the thing as well. Like, I don't know much about English geography, but I'm told that going between you know, like the east and the west of the countries, especially by road and things like that, is an absolute pain in the arse. So I would There's say a fairly significant range of hills in the way. I believe yes, I believe there is a <laughs> there is a there is a, a, a Pennines. Yes. Is it? So um, why is there a horse in the Pennine suite? Um, <laughs> so surely no. This will be the no. Yes, two hours and three minutes. Oh, that's close. In fact, yeah. Oh, that's close. Um, was this in your car? Can I clarify? No, or was this a normal no, car? No, this is this is. Google Maps standard car. Okay, yeah. standard car. Standard. They're only standard is car. It, no, is this yeah. how? I, is this how I got like? Because I can't drive. Is this if I ever want to start driving? Do I go into one of these dealerships and say, "Can I have a standard one car?" One standard. Car. Standard actually used to be a car company. Really, so you'd get something from the fifties, made in Coventry, probably. <laughs> actually, yeah. Um, I'm not you. <laughs> Uh, right, number five. Mm-hmm. He'd also like to visit Belfast, taking his standard car with him. Could he drive to the ferry terminal at Stranra in under two hours? <laughs> Stranra, <laughs> Stranra in Scotland. <laughs> um, oh, this is a this is a tough one because also notorious pain in the arse place to mm-hmm. get to is Stranra because I would suppose you'd have to get we well, have to go all the way up through Cumbria. Then you get to the borders. Yeah. And you have to turn left. Yes. Well, yeah, you're going to have to go through like Wigtonshire and stuff, which is surprise and stuff like that, which is surprisingly mm. long. The roads aren't great. Go on, I'll say no. Absolutely right. It's some- oh, nice. something like three hours, 18 minutes really? or something. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm told it's a, it's a trek. Yeah, it's uh, a fair, it's a fair hack. 
as you say, along like pain in the arse, sort of nothing roads yeah. as well. Apparently, so. a good place to watch football. Really? Stair Park. Stair Park. Uh, Stair Park. But I've never, never been to Stranraer. Hmm. So. Well, there you go. I've also right. never been to Belfast, so, so yeah. there you go. But uh, it did give him time to um, have a quiz put together about him. So that was quite good fun. So uh, before we go any further, let's play All Sorts of Jets with Martin Berkovets. Jets. Ooh. There you go. As you're contractually obliged to do at this point. We've done that joke a lot. That, yeah. The, yeah. The, every time I think a corner's being turned. <laughs> the, uh... Yeah, and not just with the team, with this limping format. But no, this is, you know. Um, <laughs> only half a season to go, listen. Yeah. Our number one is, as we know, a big fan of anything to do with jet propulsion. But he'd like to expand his knowledge of all other things known as jets. So, question one. Which city's NHL team is called the Jets? Liam will know this because it's his... NHL? Yes. National Hocking Because is, is there not, a, is there not a, 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 a hand egg team called the New York Jets? There is a hand Oh, team. I know, I know. It's, uh, is, it, um, is it okay back to Winnipeg? It certainly is. Nice, okay. Yeah. Question two, the word jet is from the French verb jeter, itself from the Latin jactare. Uh-huh. But what does that verb mean? Is it one of the, I don't know, is it that wee thing that you get at the end of a pier? Um, <laughs> is it to propel? Can you be a little bit more specific? Propel forward. How? By force. Coming from? The rear. Uh... You, uh, no, I, I'm, I, yeah, you, you're sort of in the right direction, but it's a very specific type of... Sure. <laughs> I will happily for. drop a point for that one. Throw. To throw? Yes, to throw. Oh, so it's not, not really propel at all. He propels it. If you throw it, you you're know. propelling it forward, aren't you? I don't know. Would you using, say... Using the potential energy in your muscles? Would you say he propelled the javelin? Would you? He threw the javelin. Yes. But it was propelled using his arm, I suppose. Anyway. Question three. <laughs> Question three. Jet was one of the original Gladiators from ITV's yes. popular Saturday yes. evening show. But in what year was Gladiators first aired? Oh, you can have a year either way. That's such a good question. My initial thought was 1991, but I think that's too late. Um, went on for about three or four years. Went on for a long time. Come on, Gladiator. Do, 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 do. You know, Did Ulrika to- Johnson... Uh, present it at one point. Her, her and John Fashionu were the original yes. presenters. Awooga! Awooga, yes. yeah. And uh, it went on for so long, they had to bring in a secondary cast of gladiators yeah. because the, the original, what were they, like six or seven or eight, was yeah. knackered. It was, so they had to... Wolf, Jet, yeah. Shadow, like you said, Rhino. Lightning, Hunter. They were all of them. I think I'm going to get this one really wrong. I'm just, for the sake of it, going to say 1988. 
You should have gone 91. Oh, was it actually 91? It was 1992, but you would have been in the year either way. Yeah. Mm. I'll I'll be honest, everything was a blur back then, seeing as in 1992 I was four. (laughs) Well, yes. Uh, Question number four. The distinctly average Australian band Jet were formed in Melbourne, Australia, but which Australian state is Melbourne in? Oh, that's really good. Um, Right. Sydney's in New South Wales. Yes. Melbourne then is Melbourne in no because Victoria's to the north. No, no Queens Queensland is to the north. Oh, I want to say it's Victoria or Queensland. Um, and I know how this quiz works, David, because I will say here here are the two options I'm working uh-huh. with, and I will always go with the one that's wrong. New South Wales, it's Victoria. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you know. Yeah, yeah. Queensland's is it da- Darwin? I think is. Is Queensland? Da- Darwin is the Northern oh, sorry, Territory. Northern Territories, yeah. Is, is is that Brisbane? Might be Brisbane. Yeah, and then you've got... Where Kylie's from. And then obviously, yeah, you've got Sydney, <laughs> New South, South Wales, Wales. Uh, Melbourne, Victoria, uh, Adelaide, Southern South Australia, Australia, Perth, Western Australia. And Hobart. Hobart in Tassie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And finally, question five. The Jets are one of the street gangs in the musical West Side Story. What's mm. the name of their rival gang? Benny and the Jets. No, um, the, the, the Jet, the Jet, the Sharks, is it? Yes, very good. Yes, yeah, okay. the Sharks. They click their fingers at each other because that's how gangs work. It certainly is in 50s yeah. <laughs> musical theatre. I'll, I'll be honest, David, when, when you said that it was around about Jets, I was terrified because I know nothing about physics or how things work. Which is why I made it all kinds of jets with Martin Berkovitz. Mm-hmm.